0: Good morning. This is meteorologist Drew Lerner of World Weather Incorporated, and this is your morning market weather update for th- uh, Thursday, the 7th day of September, and it looks like the flooding rain event in Greece has come to an end, but uh, what a mess that has been, and we'll see what the crop assessments will turn up here as we go forward through the next several days. It might take a while for that to be completed, but it looks to me like the heaviest rains were mostly confined to areas near the coast in central parts of Greece and I doubt seriously that there was widespread serious losses but certainly some damage did occur to cotton and some other crops. All right, the rest of Europe is just the opposite. It's quite dry and warm. Temperatures yesterday were in the 70s and 80s in the central and eastern parts of the continent and in the 80s and lower 90s in the west. It's not going to rain through the weekend in much of Europe and the warmth will prevail as well. In fact, temperatures will stay above normal all the way through the second week of the two-week outlook. There will be an increase in shower activity occurring in waves as we go forward into the week next week and the following weekend, so eventually we will do better bringing some moisture to some parts of the continent. Then the drier weather in the meantime is really quite good for the maturation and harvest of spring and early summer crops, and so the, I think the bottom line should be mostly a beneficial one. In parts of Russia and Ukraine, some of the wheat country, the The winter wheat areas for 2024 are being closely monitored now because of dryness. There is a big need for rain in Ukraine and Russia's southern region where most of that winter wheat is produced. The ground is quite dry and the temperatures are very warm and so it's going to stay that way through much of the next 10 days. There's no real good sign of significant moisture coming along but we've been in this position multiple times in the past and we've seen them successfully plant some of those crops as late as early October and still be successful. So we'll keep a close eye on that as we move forward over these next few weeks. But the optimum time to plant is you know, between now and the first days in October. In the meantime, it looks like uh, we have very little change in China. The east central areas are going to dry down for a while. The north is going to dry down too, but it looks like rain will be resuming as we go into the week next week and on into the following weekend. China will stay very wet in the far south. I don't see any real serious problems for most of that country at this point. We are going to see a continuation of active weather in the Southeast Asian nations. Over the past week, we've had some improvement in the dryness in Thailand as well as an increase in soil moisture for many areas in Vietnam, Cambodia, and Laos. Indonesia, though, the southern half of that country continues to be drying down many areas are not seeing significant rain and that will continue for a while. The Philippines are in relatively good shape. India is expecting to see frequent rain in the central and eastern portions of that country. We will see drying occur still from Gujarat to Rajasthan and parts of Punjab and Haryana as well as Pakistan. Some of the models are suggesting rain may fall in Gujarat and southern parts of Rajasthan out around day 10. That's an awful far out in the forecast have a lot of confidence, but we'll keep an eye on that. There's certainly plenty of rain that's going to be present in central parts of the country and some that could easily drift into Gujarat and Rajasthan, and if it does, it will certainly be welcome for many crops. The outlook in Australia has not changed today. We're still looking at a very poor uh, reproductive environment for Queensland, northern New South Wales, and northern Western Australia. These areas need significant rain in order to support a decent uh, reproductive season. Well, we're already well into that and we're not seeing rain. In fact, the rain will be absent for up to two weeks. So it most likely the yields are going to be very low in unirrigated areas. Remember, irrigated fields in Queensland and northern New South Wales should do relatively well because of the abundance of moisture that, or water supply that has resulted from the multiple years of La Nina that just ended. The situation in South America has not changed today. We're still looking at dry, biased weather for Western Argentina over an extended period of time. Rain is expected to continue in eastern parts of Argentina periodically, but Brazil's south is going to be wettest with more rain this weekend and again during the middle part of next week. The intensity of the rain coming up in these two waves will not be nearly what it was earlier this week, and so the bottom line is not as threatening to Rio Grande do Sul as these other systems were, but it is going to stay excessively wet. The rest of Brazil will see a mostly a seasonable dry bias and warm uh, temperatures for this next 10th days to two weeks and the impact should be relatively low. There is potential for improved rainfall in some of the coffee areas of Brazil as we get out into the the, uh, coming week and uh, that may end up helping to support flowering and also the pollination process. In North America, the situation in Canada and the northern U.S. plains has not changed much. There will be one storm system that will move through the northern plains probably Friday into Sunday and that will likely generate some beneficial moisture and disrupt field work a little bit. Bit, but the precipitation will be more beneficial than, than adverse, and we do expect the Canadian prairies to stay in a dry weather mode for a while. In fact, I think we're going to end the month of September without a great deal of improvement in the moisture profile there. Hard red winter wheat country will get rain, and that is expected to occur from Saturday into Tuesday. The precipitation will be sufficient to bolster topsoil moisture and improve the uh, environment for planting, germination, and emergence after a prolonged period of hot and dry weather. Then uh, the Central and western parts of the U.S. corn and soybean producing areas are not likely to see much precipitation. There's a weak little disturbance that will push through Iowa and some neighboring areas briefly as we go forward in this coming week, but it's not likely to have a big impact. It's much too late now for most of the soybeans to benefit from rain, and uh, we will see very little of it. Probably three fourths of the western corn belt will stay dry biased, and by that I'm talking about east of the Missouri River and into Illinois. The U.S. Delta will see a mix of weather, and so will the southeastern states. That should be mostly favorable, and it still looks like Texas and most of Texas will have an opportunity to pick up on rain next week. Now Hurricane Lee needs to be at least closely monitored, not so much because of its uh, potential impact on Nova Scotia, Canada and Newfoundland, but because of its presence off the east coast of the United States, it will hold up weather patterns from advancing as they should as we go forward through the week next week. So whatever the weather is at the early part of the week will probably still be in place late in the week because of that storm holding up the west to east movement of storms across the country. That's one of the reasons why the central and western midwest will be dry biased and why it will rain at least for a little while in hard ribbon or wheat areas. I don't expect the wheat country to see much precipitation beyond Tuesday though. This is meteorologist Drew Lerner.